Hey, Devils fans, Matt Lachlan along with Amanda Stein and what an exciting period it is for the New Jersey Devils coming off a brilliant weekend where not only do they select 11 players, including the number one overall Jack Hughes, but they also make the trade for P.K. Subban. And we saw what the reaction was at Championship (laughs) Plaza, all those fans out there. Amanda, you were in Vancouver, I think, without question, this fan base, this organization is at an all-time high Holy in terms cow. of enthusiasm. And I'm talking even about winning Stanley Cup championships. I think the vision that people see, what this team can be, is pretty bright. Seismic kind of transformation within 12 out, maybe a little more than 12 hours. It was a wild ride just in terms of producing content and making sure we had the interviews and all that. It was just, it was really cool to be a part of. And you're absolutely right. Like you were there, Matt, like when Jack was picked in terms of being with the fan base. So you can probably speak even more to that because for me, I just saw the reaction on Twitter and then I could, you felt the energy when the pick was made when you were at Championship Plaza. Incredible uh, to be on that stage. And it was an honor and a privilege to be the host for our uh, draft festival, our draft party festival. But to be on that stage and look out at Championship Plaza and see a sea of red and white jerseys mm-hmm. with you know black trim and yeah. then realize that there were fans down Edison Place and it was beautiful to see. And when that pick was announced the, the hands go oh, up the and cheers and the craziness that ensued and, and I, I think it's funny because i think most people did believe that was the direction the pick was going to go in so did it almost feel like this sense of relief like i, I don't know like you like i said you like, yeah i would i would like, say what, like excitement like i just what was it w- with with all of the build-up as we did the introductions mm-hmm. and we had four Devils players there, and Steve Cancellosi and Erica Wachter from MSG Networks participated as well. Uh, the conversation did always come around to the two players at the yeah. top, and there was no doubt that the fan base was almost unanimous mm-hmm. in its belief that Jack Hughes should be the guy. Uh, didn't really see or run into anyone who thought Capo Caco. But because... All the media reports were who's yeah. gaining and where and, 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 and what Kako may do for the New York Rangers. Lord knows he's a very good player. There was just that sense of like, but we got to get this guy. We're going to mm-hmm. take this guy, right? We're not going to get a curveball. Uh, we'll, you don't know until you, you know, don't right? Know. You don't know. It's kind of like what Jack was saying, you know, how nervous he was because as Ray is talking – yeah, he probably felt I'm going to be the number one guy, but let's get to it. Let's, and I think yeah. that was what the fan it, base thought. It, it was it was just an incredible weekend. I mean, not only do you have the selection of Jack to add to Nico and Taylor and you know the Jesper Bratz, I mean, and just what this team has been building towards. Um, Twelve hours later, you get the addition of PK Subban. Now, I've been really fortunate in my young career to have worked with PK Mm -hmm. already for seven seasons when I was back in Montreal. I was there when he was drafted. I was there when he made his NHL debut. And I was there for the devastating day for the the Montreal franchise when he was traded to Nashville. So I got really excited to be reunited with PK because 
I know how electrifying he can be when he's healthy on the ice. And I know what he can do to connect with a fan base um, wherever he's been. Mm -hmm. He's made that a priority. And so, you know, as as much as I was excited for the fan base and for Ray to have a player of his caliber on the ice and helping the defensive squad, um, I just, the first thing that I thought was, this is, this is the player that the fan base is just absolutely going to fall in love with and he's going to endear themselves and make sure they know that he, he's, he's in this. He's an all-in kind of guy. Well, I, I think it has been a brilliant weekend for yeah. the Devils, unquestionably, and I think the fan base is justifiably excited. The entire organization from top to bottom oh, yeah. excited about what this season might be like, and we think that Ray's probably not done, but <laughs> at this point as we record this on a Monday morning, who knows well, and what that's, the future holds. That's the crazy part, Matt. Like I had to even like sit back after the second day of the draft when we were like flying back on the red eye and I was like, wait, I'm like, it's not done. Like this was just two days of the draft. Like this is just draft stuff. And when you think about the draft and Ray Shiro, especially when it comes to the New Jersey Devils, like he acquired Taylor, Kyle Palmieri. He acquires P.K. Subban all around the draft time. And then think about all the other players that he's acquired. He's not done. I, I don't believe he's done just yet. So a lot to look forward to. Well, what we are looking forward to, and I know all the fans are, is Jack Hughes' debut. And we are very fortunate to have some time set aside so that we can discuss things with Jack, I think, probably many of the questions he's heard before <laughs> maybe some of the listeners have heard before but I find him to be a very engaging young yes. man thoughtful young man and we are pleased to spend some time with the number one overall pick in this year's draft so Jack did you ever have you ever done a podcast this early in the morning <laughs> because we're recording it at 7 a.m. no this is uh, definitely a first <laughs> so this weekend, this buildup, the entire period coming to Friday night when you're selected number one, I guess in this whirlwind, maybe you haven't had a chance to look things over and kind of drink it all in. But can you kind of give us an idea of what it's been like, all the media you've met, the, the hands you've had to shake, the <laughs> smiles you've had to make, the pictures you've had to take, the podcasts you've had to do? How, how have you handled it all? Um... I mean, it's been pretty good. Uh, Friday night was obviously, obviously crazy. My phone blew blew up right away. Um, friends and family were really excited for me, and then all the media after you got picked. But then uh, had a little party with all my sixty people that were there, so I got to enjoy that. And then uh, Saturday night, just going to the rink, trying to uh, see all my teammates get drafted, which was pretty cool. And then. Uh, we had a little NTDP thing that night, which was uh, pretty pretty fun. So <laughs> it was a uh, it was a pretty good two days there, and then obviously flying here and getting excited to come here uh, yesterday. And so you get to find out what New Jersey is all about and and, and start your New Jersey journey. Absolutely, and we saw that picture that went up online of you and all your teammates in your NHL jerseys. Now, what was that like to kind of? line up with all your teammates from the last couple of years and 
everyone has an NHL jersey on. Yeah, we were uh, we were missing Turcotte and McCarthy for that <laughs> picture, actually. But, I mean, personally, it's unbelievable. Um, so so thankful and grateful for those guys. I mean, everything they've done for you. I mean, you. Uh, I was just so proud and, and happy for all the guys that got drafted. I mean, to, uh, to, to play on their team the last two years and be really good friends with them. I mean, it's. I'm I'm so happy for all of them and uh I mean it was it was a lot of fun to cap off a, a great two years. You mentioned you had that party in and we know the sixty were there, we saw the, the <laughs> coverage, et cetera. Yeah. And we know it was mom and dad and your brothers and grandma was there and but who who was else was kinda in that group because <coughs> it was a special group on and is a special group to you, no doubt. Yeah, I mean just a uh all my friends and family have a really supportive Supportive and loving family. Um, best friends were there. Then uh, my mom brought her friends. I mean, could have been her draft for all we know. But um, it was awesome. I mean, all my cousins were there, um, aunts, uncles. So they uh, they really enjoy seeing us have success. I mean, they're uh, they're really not looking forward to next year with the off year, but they'll be they'll be fired up for Luke's draft year. That's fair enough. Understood. What was the craziest part of this weekend? <clears throat> um, I mean, obviously, once your name gets called, it's just a lifelong dream, you know. It's your, your dreams come true. I mean, for me, I've kind of relived that moment in my head hundreds of times already. So, I mean, I think I even watched the video of me getting drafted <laughs> five or ten times. So, uh, Part of was, the thousands upon yeah, thousands yeah. of views it has gotten. Yeah. So, that was just... You can't really put it into words how uh, how meaningful that moment was. It, was. was it what you expected? Because you had to play <clears> it through <throat> your head leading up to it. Yeah, I think um, I think I expected it, but I mean, when it happens, the emotions you go through and the smile it puts on your face, man, it's like <laughs> you don't, you really don't dream of that. And I imagine, I mean, we were talking right after you got drafted. You said probably the most nervous you got that entire weekend was those two and a half minutes where yeah. Ray was up on stage thanking everybody. Yeah. Was that really the moment for you where you're like, is this happening? Because <laughs> that was a while there. I think that um, I was pretty calm the whole time. I was just talking to my parents, pretty pretty calm. Um, not Not a worry in the world, but... <laughs> Once Ray up there got pretty anxious, so uh, for for Marty to get up there and say, say the pick, I was, was pretty relieved. Have you been able to digest it at all? I mean, you've told us about all these parties that you've been to and doing all this media and flying here to New Jersey. Have you taken a moment? Have you had any downtime to sort of realize what's happened and how your life has just now changed? Um, I mean, no, I don't really think it's sunk, sunk in yet. I, uh, last night was the first time I was alone in probably <laughs> five days. So, um, I mean, no, it hasn't sunk in, but obviously I understand how, how great of an accomplishment it is. And, um, I mean, we're still on this media tour here, so. <laughs> oh, it never ends, by the way. It's still, it won't ever end. It's still pretty crazy, but I mean, for sure when I get back home and, um, start to hang out with some friends I mean it'll uh, it'll kind of sink in and it'll be it'll be really special I know a couple of guys from the Devils roster have reached out who's reached out to you who have you heard from and what have they kind of said to you yeah I've, a lot of the guys have reached out to me um obviously PK Halsey uh Andy Green Paul Mary Schneids I mean 
Nico, I, I, even more than that, Severson. So uh, I think that they're all really excited. And I mean, especially with the PK trade, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm really excited to play for the Devils next year. And I'm, uh, I'm pretty fired up about that. I mean, let's let's jump to that. You brought it up. I mean, you know, the first day of the draft, the big news, you're there first overall, and then Ray does what he does and makes another splash, and next thing you know, you're teammates with P.K. Subban. What, what are your initial thoughts on that? Yeah, I think, that, <laughs> I think that's awesome. I mean, he's um, obviously a really big, bigger-than-life kind of guy away from the rink, so uh, I think that'll be pretty cool to get to meet him and and be on his team but um I mean away from the person the great person he is I think that he's a uh, a Norris defenseman trophy winner so I mean he's a high-end player he's a number one D guy that can log 20 plus minutes so to have him on your team I think that changes kind of the complexion of your team a little bit you know he said that he saw you know you've got a, a bit of that personality yeah. too in you so maybe you'll he'll, yeah, he'll maybe, bring it out in you maybe not as much as him but uh, <laughs> I think that uh, I you like that. You got that swagger, though. You yeah. got that, yeah. that good, healthy swagger. How about, how about the fashion sense? Can we see you, like, wearing a nice yeah. hat into the rink? Maybe in a fur coat. You know, one of my cousins was uh, <laughs> had one of those hats for the draft, and I ended up wearing it towards the end of the night. So. <laughs> we'll have to dig deep we'll to find those that. photos. We'll have, <laughs> we'll have to find that yeah. and make that public, that's for sure. Oh. Uh, your mom and dad, obviously, enormous influences in family. I think everyone who has followed you, particularly in this last year as you were obviously the number one guy, uh, understands how important family is to you, the, the love you have for your brothers. and It's just such a tight-knit group. Both mom and dad played the sport. What influence did each have on your game? Like, did you, does your mom have more influence on how you see the game? Does dad have more influence on how you think the game? Is she more the skater? You know, your your <laughs> game comes from what parts that they offered. I think that um, when I was younger, my dad was on the road a lot. So kind of my mom taught us how to skate um, with my dad being on the road. But, I mean, as I've gotten older, it's all it's been all about support, just having them by my side. Um last two years have been unbelievable I mean to live with them and live with Turka we had such a good support system so I mean I I really can't thank them enough but uh I think that over the years I mean both of them have taught me so much having having them live with me I mean they always um they always want us to be great hockey players but I think more importantly want us to be great people um so I mean hopefully we've we've become both and I think um like a weekend like this to see them like have as much fun as they had and see how proud they were. It was, it was really fun. Did they get you involved in other <clears throat> sports as well or was oh, yeah, it really yeah. just hockey for you? No, we, um, I mean, both my parents were pretty good athletes. My yeah. dad, I think he still holds some lacrosse high school, <laughs> uh, long, uh, records in long Island. So, uh, I mean, we played lacrosse, baseball, soccer, a little bit growing up. So, I mean, I, I played baseball all the way up until I was 13. So would that be the second sport you're, you're best at when it comes to playing? Um, what, what would be, yeah, like, after would, hockey, what would be the sport? It would probably where, be baseball. Baseball? Yeah, a huge fan of golf, but 
stuff, you know. Not, not, not your game? Not your game. That's a lifelong <laughs> learning experience. What position? Maddie's still learning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you never you no. never actually master it. Uh, oh, my wife says to me the other day, you think the, the amount of times you play, you would be better than you are. I said, well, thank you for really? support, yeah. But you always are looking to get a little bit. I think she was delirious. Yeah. She was about to go to bed. But at any rate, I digress. Uh, what, what position did you, did you play in baseball? Second base, center field. It's actually... Uh, me and Vuk's are on the same team. Vuk Vuk Oh, really? Yeah, he's been a childhood friend, so I've I was really excited to see him come to the Devils too. Yeah, it's it's amazing <clears throat> how narrow in many ways the hockey world is because yeah. you know the, the sport it's a major sport, but it's not like everyone gets out there and skates and plays all the time. But it's so deep; the connections are enormous. I I've never felt. Uh, to find one that you go, wow, you you played or know this guy or you coached for this guy or it's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you look at some of the guys um, getting drafted there. I was sitting with one of my best buddies in the Devil's Suite since I was like four or five years old. <laughs> We're looking at some of the names that we've uh, played with and come across. So uh, it was it was pretty pretty crazy to see. I mean, Clarkie was my winger in my minor midget year, um, so I know him pretty well. Vuk's obviously knowing him, McCarthy being with him the last two years, and then uh, Patty Moynihan, one of my best buddies. So I mean, I was uh, I thought it was pretty cool to see all the all the people I know and um, that have joined the Devils organization with me. Yeah, you seem genuinely excited for your teammates, uh, where they went. Uh, you know, even, there was even one. <laughs> point where you were distracted from stopping on the media tour to check out the tv watching the draft i mean that was important to you wasn't it yeah i mean we have such a strong net group uh such a bond between our group so i mean i was uh i was tuning in and i was really proud of all the players that got drafted i mean it's um an unbelievable accomplishment i mean all of our guys earned it so um just i'm really happy for them and happy for their families just turned 18 do you have your driver's license? <laughs> yeah, I do. I heard Nico didn't have his, right, or something? No. He, I think he had his back in Switzerland, yeah, but right. not over here, and he had to, like, redo the whole testing mm-hmm. thing when he came over to North America. Yeah, so so you're, you're a step ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. But you've not experienced Jersey, Jersey driving. driving. exactly what my dad said yesterday. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Pretty easy driving in Michigan, but. Yeah, so I don't know if Dad reviewed some of these things, but first off, you know when you stop to get gas, you don't have to pump it. Mm -hmm. In New Jersey, somebody pumps it for you. You're not allowed to pump it. Correct. You're not allowed. Yeah, that was news to me, too, coming from Montreal. It won't be bad early in the (laughs) the morning or in the winter. Exactly, exactly. So just tell them how much you want, what grade you want, and pop open the cover to the gas (laughs) tank, and you're good. The good life. Exactly. (laughs) It's sweet. All right, here's something else. We have circles in New Jersey. So the idea is you're driving down the road and you will hit this circle where you can make a kind of a, an easy right. You can kind of make an angled right. You can go halfway around the circle and keep going on the road you were just on or spin around. And we have jug handles. If you want to make a left, you have to begin by making a right. I, I can see the look on I'm your face. I'm learning this too. Don't worry. I'm, I'm right in there Not with you too. Not all the time. But on a busy road, you'll come to a light and you'll say, well, I want to make a left here. You can't. You have to take a jug handle, which is just as it's described. It looks like a jug handle. And you have to make the right. You come around to the light again. Then you go across the road and make the left. 
There won't be many left hand turns. <laughs> <in there. laughs> poor Jackson's gonna keep <laughs> going right. I don't want to scare you before you get on the road. Right. Here's the last thing I'll <laughs> tell you too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is the biggie because everyone. I remember Zach Parisi asking me one time, like, "What the heck is going on with these people in Jersey? I don't get it." You're at a light, red light, and you want to go straight. Person on the other side of the road has the signal on. They're going to make a turn. When that light turns green, he will cut you off to make the turn. Every place else, now nah, wait, you go. You're supposed to go straight. T- trust me. And on a busy morning, the guy behind him's going to make the turn too. <laughs> so just be prepared. Will be. Just be prepared. <laughs> and a couple other things. Here's a word you'll hear in Jersey. Jeet. J-E-E-T. What's that? I don't even know what that is. Jeet yet? Are you hungry? Oh, did you Jeet? eat yet? It's not did you eat. Jeet. J-E-E-T. So when you hear that, you'll I'll try something. to. I'll try to get that in my vocab for the summer. <laughs> and at the end, we're going to do a little question and answer about pork roll or Taylor ham, which is another Jersey delicacy. Do, do, do you eat meat? Yeah. Okay. I stopped eating meat about 10 years ago. Oh. Oh, but I'm telling you. <laughs> you I, I know. How can I do that? that? You had deli sandwiches every day at school for Damn. the last 13 years, man. I'm telling you, you haven't had pork roll or Taylor ham. It depends on what part of the state you live mm-hmm. in because it's basically a Jersey delicacy. It's unbelievable. Really? So, yeah, we're going to get to that at the end. But let's get back to hockey, Amanda. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we've just done a jug handle here in this <laughs> In this conversation, Jack, Jack, by the way, has decided he's not driving in <laughs> yeah, New Jersey. I have my yeah, license, exactly. but I will ask a teammate. To I do mean, that. what what are you most looking forward to? Have you been to Prudential? I mean, I guess you only got in yesterday, but uh, what like what are you most looking forward to over the next couple of days? Because it will be a whirlwind, but there will be times where you'll be at your home rink for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, the first draft I ever went to was the McKinnon draft here in Jersey. So uh, me and Quinn came. Came with my dad when he was still with the Leafs. Um, so we were at that draft. And then I think um, just being in Hoboken, being in Jersey, seeing the area kind of excites me a lot to um, to be in the area and, and, and get to know it and get excited for August. Have you had a chance to catch up with Coach John Hines at all since you've been drafted? No. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen anyone really. <laughs> just was with Ray... Uh, Ray yesterday, um, a few more people. Hugh was on the on the plane too. Um, so I mean, I'm I'm sure I'll run into them uh, within the next few days. I think we have the the press conference tomorrow, so we'll see him there. But um, Heinz has been good with me, and uh, I'm really excited to play for him. I know your family does know Ray quite well, but taking that flight from Vancouver to Jersey. I mean, what what were you guys talking about? What did he want you to know about either the experience that you're about to embark on and also just in life? I mean, it was it was so light. It was just a lot of laughs, having some fun. So it's probably uh, helpful, right? Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was it was nothing serious. I, I told myself I was going to I was going to nap the whole plane and I just ended up listening to Ray. So uh <laughs> There was We've no, all been there. Yeah, there We've was, all been there. There was no, no nap in there. It was more storytelling. Very cool. Uh, it's, this is different for you, I would think. I mean, at every level you've had success, and at every level you've had your own expectations, and uh, those are the ones that have driven you. But now you enter this league as the number one pick, considered by many to be a generational talent. The comparisons <laughs> to 
you know, Connor McDavid, or whatever, the greats of the game. Now you become almost in many ways the face of a franchise. That's different. Like, you weren't the face, per se, of the development team. But now you may very well be the face of the New Jersey Devils. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, obviously, it's really exciting. But I, I, I know we have a great team. We have Halsey, who was just the MVP of the league two years ago. Um, PK coming in. Like I said, a Norris guy. And then um, Nico, another first overall pick. So I'm, uh, I'm not oblivious to the fact that it'll be a hard a hard transition. It's, it's the best league in the world for a reason. So I'm, uh, I think it'll be tough, but the competitive side of me is is really excited for the challenge. And uh, I mean, I'm so happy to be a part of the Devils. I, I wonder what it's like. I mean, obviously you haven't been in the locker room yet with your new teammates, but to know that on your, t- on your team, and it's rare, you have two other guys who have gone through what you've been through quite literally in being that first overall pick in Taylor and Nico. Is there some comfort in that? Is there, you know, hope that there's some guidance in that? Because, you know, Taylor really took Nico under his wing when he first came in and Nico has expressed that he'd like to do the same for you. I mean, they'll really be able to identify what, you, what you're going through. I think that um, obviously it's really nice to have two guys like that that were uh, kind of in my position. But I think that... Uh, Every year is a lot different. All mm-hmm. situations are a little different, but um, to have to have those two there um, to be able to support me throughout the season, I think that'll be that'll be awesome because they've been in the same p- position as me. So uh, especially Nico with him, his happening so soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it was two years ago, right? Yeah. And then Halsey obviously has a a lot of experience, so. Uh, I think I'll be able to lean on those guys just like a couple other guys. I got to ask, we saw this video of you go up on, on our website the other day. You're in an Edmonton Oilers mm-hmm. Halsey jersey. What What is going on there? How did that come about? Yeah, and I mean, you're a little guy at yeah, that point. Um, every Christmas, it was always, what do you want? It always be a new player's jersey. Okay. So I think <laughs> one year, Mike Medano, um, obviously Crosby, Kane. And then one year it was Halsey. I really liked Halsey. So uh, <laughs> I th- when that video popped up, I thought that was that was pretty cool to see. So, Do you have those still, those collections? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Halsey jersey, jersey's in my basement right now. Nice, nice. I heard he, he doesn't charge much to teammates for an autograph. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in case you want one. In case yeah. you want one. <laughs> that won't happen on day one or two. <laughs> okay, so th- that was when you were little. But so like last Christmas, <clears throat> did you ask? God, for no. Jer- no, okay. I just want to know when the cutoff was. Yeah, when yeah. was the cutoff for asking for a jersey with a name other than your own on the back? Probably uh, 12 or 13. Not my choice. Definitely my parents. <laughs> They're like, that's it? Yeah, We're done yeah, buying no you jerseys? jerseys no yeah. more jer- <laughs> Do you remember who the last one was? It was uh, It was always three a year, though, because Quinn and Luke would get jerseys, too. Good so. point. Good point. That's, yeah. that's ever do- did they ever investments. double up, or did, did, <laughs> no, did your brothers no. all have to have their own different one? Um, Double up sometimes. We have probably six or seven Crosby jerseys <laughs> in the house, yeah. so uh, we have a lot of jerseys. Was that, was that also the point, I wonder, when it's always a game and it's always fun, but it was apparent that there was more that you might be able to accomplish at this at this game, other than just being a good mm-hmm. player and a fan of the game. 
Well, at 12, 13, you know what? The way this is shaking out, you've got some special skills. And so maybe don't don't get an NHL jersey. <laughs> don't think about them as some, someone bigger yeah. than you because at some point you'll get there. Um, no, it was never like that in our house. Um, I mean, my dad's a realist. He, uh, he, he's, he's been, been involved in pro hockey for a long, long time. So, I mean, when he's, uh, he's 12 years old, when we're 12 years old, he's not telling us he's going to play in the promised land and play in the NHL. I mean, he was pretty real with us. Um, so, I mean, he was, he just wanted us to be good players all around, keep our feet on the ground. Stay in the moment, um, but I mean, I'm sure as we got older, when I was probably 15 or 16, that was started start to nail down and hunker in on that, and uh, kind of decided if I want to be a hockey player for the rest of my life. You played you played with the U.S. national program, of course, but you did come up through the Toronto system, and that's a huge system where a lot of really big hockey players have come out of. What you know? What was that experience like? How beneficial was that for you to come up through that GTA system? Yeah, yeah. I really don't think I'd be the player I am without without Toronto. Um, I mean, it's crazy. I think it's I think it's really cool being an American growing up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my good friends are Canadian, so I was always always a little weird around World Junior time. But um, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I think. Um, it's kind of the hockey capital of the world. Um, hockey's a religion up there. So, I mean, when we got up there when I was five, I mean, my my passion for the game just took off. So uh, I, I, I really appreciate Toronto for for all that it did for me because I don't think I'd be here without it. How many years were you up there? Eleven. That's a pretty yeah. good chunk of your yeah, life that you were up time. there going through that system. Do you, are, are there players like that you remember playing with in that system that you still keep in contact with? Or, I mean, what like if we can just sort of dive into like what that system did for you growing up in yeah, that Yeah, I mean, league? it's crazy. Um, well, Quinn's good buddies, Mac M. Whistle, Cody Clark, second and third round picks, and growing up around the Strongs, um Mm-hmm. Mikey McLeod know him pretty well, the McLeods, and then me personally, the kids I grew up playing with for six, seven years, seeing them get drafted last year, um, the Akil Thomases, Riley Damian, he's kids like that. So, and then obviously this year, like I said, like Fukujevic, Thomasino, mm-hmm. Clark, guys like that. I mean, it's um, it's crazy to see everyone, everyone from the same surroundings. I mean. Get, get to where they wanted to go and um I mean I think that it's it's pretty cool to see how small the hockey world is 43 and 6 <laughs> are numbers you've been associated with what's the significance to those two um 6 is the family number everyone everyone's kind of worn it um uncles aunts cousins brothers so that was it growing up and then I went to uh 86 for a couple of years there and uh it's kind of what I'm thinking on right now but <clears throat> Excuse me. And then uh, 43 at the program, like your U17 year, you were 60 to 30, oh, okay. anywhere in between, and then 0 to 30 for U18 year. So Quinn wore uh, 43 at Michigan and 43 in his 17 year, and it was kind of passed on to me, and it was a pretty sweet number. And then Lukey's wearing it next year at the program. So, so are you 86? debating? Yeah. Sorry, are you debating about your mm-hmm. NHL number? Yeah, yeah. 
I saw one one forty three in the stands <laughs> there at that that draft party, but um, I don't know what I'm leaning towards right now. Well, we'll see uh, what happens. So, what what do you do between now and the start of the season? What you know, what kind of decompression time are you going to take? And then, you know, what are you going to be working on as you get ready for your NHL debut? Yeah, so I uh, I fly right up to Toronto here. I think I'm land Tuesday night and start training Wednesday. Um, so I mean, it'll be busy, and then obviously um, hang out with friends this summer. Try to be dialed in, uh, be ready to go for the season. I mean, I think this will be the busiest summer I ever have and uh, the most important one, too, because it's so short. So I got to uh, I kind of got to manage my time well and be able to get everything in. That'll really benefit me come August. I have two last questions, <clears throat> one a question and one a maybe more statement. What's do you have in mind, like what the first nice kind of purchase will be when you sign <laughs> that contract? Have you thought about what? you might want to buy um i mean a lot of stuff has kind of flown through my mind but probably don't have the money for that um i think a nice watch might be nice fair enough nice shoes something like that there you go Maddie, he was gonna buy a car up until your previous <laughs> conversation I'm, I'm good with my gmc <laughs> yeah, terrain good. Now. Good. and the last thing is the statement because i talked jersey <laughs> yeah. so I'm telling you, it's awesome. I, I've given up. People ask me what I, I miss about eating meat, and they go, oh, you might miss a nice steak. No, no. It's the junk meat, as I call it. It's <laughs> bacon, and it's like Taylor Hand because it's fatty and so delicious. But there is this Jersey. You'll get it maybe a little in New York, a little Pennsylvania, but it is a Jersey thing. And if you live in the northern part of the state, it's Taylor Ham. If you live in the southern part of the state, they call it pork roll. But it's the same thing, and you will love it. A pork roll and egg, a little ketchup on a nice bagel or a roll. Oh, dude, it's the best. So that just going to give you a little, little. I'll try it. I'll try it. Yeah. North Jersey, though, you have to add pork roll and cheese. I'll throw okay. a little cheese on it, too. Sounds good. <laughs> Maddie, you're, you're really setting them up good. You taught them how to drive here. Yep, trying to help a how brother out. Eat. Is there anything you don't eat? Like, is there anything that you just don't like at all? Um... A lot of people have tried to get me to eat like guacamole or avocados. Oh no! Won't eat that. This is terrible. No. This is terrible news. <laughs> tomatoes. I won't eat tomatoes. But other than that, I'm kind of full fledged. Anything you put on my plate, I'll eat. I'm wow. gonna say the guacamole is a curveball. You very rarely hear. Yeah. I don't yeah. like guacamole. Yeah. I just don't like. Not it. your thing. No. Okay. Have you tried it? Yeah, I've tried it. Yeah. All right. Well, at least you tried it. Yeah. Right? I don't, you know, I don't go for those people say, I don't like it. Well, did you try it? No. That's me. <laughs> That's it. me as a tomato. I've never touched in. Really? Never will, yeah. Jersey tomato's the best. Really? We'll, we'll try to, <laughs> we'll try to, we'll try to convince yeah, I don't you know otherwise. about that. All right. Well, uh, Jack, thanks very much for your time. It's been an incredibly busy period for you. You've carved out uh, this period for us. We appreciate it. I know our listeners and Devils fans have, and good luck. We can't wait to see you on the ice and, Getting things going. Awesome. Thank you. Really excited. You scared him with the driving. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I, I, I saw his face. He, he did look at me. He's like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and based on his reaction. <laughs> yeah, you I scared know. him. I was trying to him. educate him. But based on his reaction, <clears throat> if I knew then what I know now, 
I would have ended with the pumping gas because he thought that was pretty cool. So forget the other stuff, people cutting you off, jug candles, circles. You did alarm him a little bit. But that was actually like when I moved here, I guess two years ago. I mean, when I came down to look for an apartment and I drove down from Montreal, I pulled up to a gas station and I got just it was just natural for me. I got out of my car and the guy was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, oh, "I'm sorry, like I don't, I don't I know. know, like I'm not, like yeah." So and every once good a- that you've educated him on that. <laughs> and every once in a while, there's a little bit of a push that maybe that should be eliminated. Mm-hmm. And there's always pushback on the Jerseyans' part as we kind of remain it's steadfast a, yeah, in our was, belief that we're going to sit for, in our car. It was a weird thing for me to sort of understand as well and so i think jack kind of had that same impression but you 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 mentioned it matt like just an engaging young man and i think that that's you know to everybody's benefit not just his talents on the ice but his ability to talk to people i mean he's he like you said he just turned 18 18. and he can started the world championships with a cage i know and then halfway through a shield right yeah so it was yeah he's um he he's a really remarkable young man in the way that he carries himself, um, and and I think he said it. It's a testament to the family that he comes from. No doubt. And the thing uh, uh, that stood out to me, and there were so many good things that he offered, was so. What happens from now to the start of the season? Mm-hmm. Do you decompress? Well, I go home on Tuesday night, and I start on Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, and that's what it takes to be number one. Yeah. God-given talent, of course, mm-hmm. and God-given drive. And yeah. I, I think his parents have said, like, you can't buy that in a store. He and his brothers have had that. They've wanted to be great. And that's what it takes to be great. You know, yeah. no days and, off. And that's what he's been so far in his career. And the expectation is that it will continue. I mean, he's coming into a really good situation. You know, you, you've you watched it for many more years than I have, just the transformation of this franchise. And so he's really going to be a big part of that. And I think one of the benefits, Matt, you mentioned it, you know, yes, Jack will be one of the faces, but he's surrounded by so many other faces mm-hmm. too that are also impactful. And I think that's just a huge benefit to him to allow him to experience being number one, but also be surrounded by other people who also in a way like attract attention for their on ice play because it allows him to just be him. Yeah. Uh, so we started this road to the podcast, uh, <laughs> no, to, couple, the draft. Uh, to the draft, yeah, road to the, <laughs> the podcast, road to the, podcast. <laughs> road to the draft a couple of months ago, but the draft is now coming gone, but we did the it. podcast rolls on. That's right. We're going to keep on bringing you throughout the summer, throughout the year, uh, inside looks into what's going on in the devil's franchise so we're really excited about that um yeah you're not getting rid of maddie and i anytime soon we're sticking around (laughs) nope so that'll do it for our road to the draft podcast (laughs) this edition the final edition for amanda stein i'm matt lachlan special thanks to jack hughes and thank you very much devil's fans for listening bye-bye